All right, we are back. It's the Two TV Sports. It's the Tosh and Jerry podcast. I got Jerry here by my side, as always. And today, we're here to talk football. Jerry, we just watched a whole day of Sunday football. My team won, Packers. Your team won, the Pats. We watched the Ducks take down the Beavs on Saturday, as well as the Iron Bowl and everything that happened in college on Saturday. College football's coming to an end. We're going to start out with that, and then let's get to some NFL after that because we haven't been on here in a while, and we have some takes that uh, that I know we got to get out. So we'll get to that in the second part of the pod. But first, Jerry, uh, let's talk some college football, and it's good to talk to you again. It's been a few weeks, um, but it's good it's good to talk to you again. Yeah, I heard you were avoiding me because the Pats have been on such a hot streak, but I mean, we'll circle back to that. First off, great to be back here talking with you once again. Uh, what's, what better football weekend could you possibly ask for in the Thanksgiving lineup? You know, you start with some NFL, working some great college rivalry games, and then the full Sunday slate. So, yeah, let's get into some college games because last time I talked to you, the Ducks were riding high. We had a clear shot to the playoff. We blew it against Utah. Not only did we blow it, we got absolutely blown out on the road. Prime time, ugly, ugly loss. Fall out of the top 10. Really just a horrific loss. And then... You know, it looks like looking like in the Iron Bowl, there's going to be a huge shakeup, uh, you know, with Auburn winning, and then Bama pulls it out. I mean, there's just so many places we could start. I think I want to start instead of the big game, Michigan, Ohio, or uh, Michigan and Ohio State. I do want to start the Iron Bowl. Uh, Auburn had Bama dead to rights. If you're, and apologies for not knowing the ins and outs, maybe like you do with the players' names in, in, within this uh, in college this year, but uh, the running back for Auburn doesn't go out of bounds, a minute six left on the clock. He goes down inbounds. There's 26 seconds left. Bama gets the ball back. Most likely don't have time to drive down the field, throw a game-winning touch or game-tying touchdown to sent to overtime. Uh, just ridiculous that 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 even happened, that Bama won that game. Yeah. I mean, with Bama, they, I wanted to see them lose so badly because they've been playing everyone close all year. Like, I personally don't really – like, they. I guess they're one of the top four teams, but they haven't been playing well. Like, Nick Saban has been complaining about how they've been playing. Like, they've barely been beating some of these kind of scrubby SEC teams. And I was like, all right, this is finally the week that they're going to go down, and, and I don't have to hear about them going to the playoff anymore. And, of course, Auburn had to blow it. Like, of course. And it just in the stupidest, most classic hear, I didn't hear many ever. people giving Auburn a, big, a chance, though, against Bama going into that game because Bo Nix wasn't playing. I'll give Finley a hell of a shout for keeping it. I mean, clo- I mean they were up 10-3. He looked like he was battered and beaten going into the fourth quarter. So, if yeah. he stayed in that game, is gutsy. And that's the thing about Bama this series. They have not been playing very well. Like, they beat Florida, who is like six and six and fire their coach yep. by two. They lost to Texas A&M who's went eight and four. They barely beat LSU by six. They barely beat Arkansas by seven. And now they barely beat Auburn. Um, I just don't think Bama, this is an elite Bama team, but uh, they just have been survived. The field survived in advance. Survived in advance. That's all you could ask that, for. That's what they're doing. And uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup versus Georgia who, has really just been boat racing teams week in and week out. Um, I mean, they've been on cruise control since like mid October. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm I mean, looking here. The, the close. Uh, okay, so take out week one against Clemson. Uh, they won ten to three. Um, yeah, but we know Clemson then, now is not that good. 
Yeah, I, I, well, Clemson went nine and three. Um, but since then, the closest game they've played is at Tennessee, which was forty-one seventeen. So, uh, yeah, they're boat racing everyone. Their defense is elite, and I personally don't really think Bama is going to be able to do much on offense against this elite Georgia defense. Yeah, you would think they'd be able to do a little bit more with uh with uh was it Brees Hall? No, 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 not Brees Hall. Um, Bryce Young. Yeah, Bryce Young. Thank you. Um, yeah, and the, and the receivers they have, but they just haven't. It's kind of perplexing, actually, for how much hype he was getting going into the season, how they just weren't able to do anything on offense. Yeah, so that is a huge game because uh, Georgia is basically, unless they get absolutely blown out by Bama, they're in the playoffs. No, Georgia's in the playoffs, even if they lose. I think even if they do, maybe not if they get blown. I think even if they get blown out, though, they'll still only have one loss, run the table, they lost to Bama. I think they still get in the playoffs regardless of what happens come this Yeah, but if Bama loses, um, that'll be a two-loss Bama team competing with, say, a one-loss Notre Dame team, a zero-loss Cincinnati team if they win, maybe a one-loss Oklahoma State team. Uh, so Bama needs to win, basically, I think, or else they're they're going to have a tough time getting into the playoff. Yeah, I, I don't think they get into the playoffs. Yeah, they're not getting yeah. to the playoff. They lose this game to Georgia. I think even if they keep it close, they lose by a field goal. We saw what happened in Georgia when they lost to Bama by a field goal. They didn't get in. They ended up fifth seed. Uh, I know Kirby Smart remembers that one. So I don't think Bama yeah. gets in if they lose by three. You, you know who? Uh, you know who's the quarterback for Georgia right now? It's still Stetson. It's not Stetson. It's our good old buddy Stetson Bennett. <laughs> no, not again. I mean, he's going to choke in this game. JT Daniels got hurt. JT Daniels got hurt, then he got benched, and it's been Stenson Bennett. And I, I think this game, I don't think he's going to be great. Um, and he doesn't need to be great for Georgia to win at all, just because their defense is so good. But I, something tells me that he's going to mess their season up, and it's going to be hilarious because I've been off his Stenson Bennett bandwagon for a while. I see a turnover, a bum. too. Yeah, he's not that very guy's good. A bum. I'm with you on that one. I'm definitely with you but on that their, one. Their team is so good that it's like he doesn't have to do anything really, other than just not. Well, you can't you can't move the ball really on, on Georgia's defense. Yeah, absolutely yeah. right. Um, speaking about, yeah. I want to shift here to the opposite of not being able to move the ball. Um, Ohio State couldn't stop the run, couldn't do anything. Michigan had 200 yards uh, on the ground, just incredible performance. Harbaugh gets his first one after going 0 and 5. Now all the Michigan get people hating on him are all back in on Harbaugh. Um, that game was awesome. Just awesome. I mean, I think most people, I mean, I didn't think, I, I think we thought that Ohio State was a little bit overrated. I still didn't like Michigan's chances going into it, but as soon as that game kicked off, after seeing the pregame, the weather, the hype, the excitement in the big house, I mean, I was favoring Michigan, and I was rooting for Michigan because, I mean, Ohio State's been in the playoffs. We've seen them quite a bit. So I, yeah, I usually like rooting for the underdog in that one, and, and they pulled it out. I, I thought I had Michigan the whole, the whole way in that one, honestly, because um, I watched Ohio State play Oregon. Gary, we watched that game. Like, Ohio State yeah. was not very good. They couldn't stop the They run. can't stop the ground. Yeah, they can't stop they, the we, we were moving the ball at will on them. And, yes, their offense is good. The receivers are elite. But if they slip up at all on offense, they're kind of screwed. And Michigan's defense is very good. Um, people were sleeping on Michigan's defense and their offense. So Aiden moving. Hutchinson is, is, is now up there with uh, Kayvon Taylor to go number one yeah. at defensive end, which yeah, is, you he's know, elite. 
Um, and yeah. they have a bunch of other good players as well. So they're up to number two now. Uh, as long as they don't really blow it against Iowa, they're going to be cool. in the playoff, and they have a legit shot at winning the national championship. So I don't know that it's much crazy. about Iowa, and I wanted to ask you, does Iowa have a legitimate chance of beating Michigan, or are they just going to there to get rollover, similar to like how Wisconsin gets rolled over by Ohio State every year? In the Big yeah, Ten I, I think they're yeah, I think they're going to get rolled over. Uh, Iowa, Iowa has had uh, some decent wins, uh, like they won at. Iowa State and they won uh they beat Minnesota but but like they got killed at Wisconsin they got killed by Purdue they barely beat Penn State like this Iowa team's not very good and it, it, this might be kind of a low scoring game for a little but I think Michigan is going to roll to the playoff where um We'll, we'll see what this team is really made of cuz I I think that they have a legitimate chance to win the national championship no, I'm with which you I, I'm with you uh uh well, I don't know about the – I think Georgia, for me, is still the prohibited favorite, but I'm with you on that Georgia and Michigan are a lock at one and two going into the playoff. Um, let me, let's – before we get to our third and fourth seed, you want to talk a little bit of Big 12 here, a little uh, bedlam rivalry here, the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State news coming out about Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma. Um, I thought Oklahoma State was going to win this game. They did. It was a shootout. It was a Big 12 classic. Um, Oklahoma State is making their voice heard to get into this playoff. What do you think about them? Yeah, they're the classic team that uh, is going to get in maybe the fourth spot who's not that good and get boat raced by the one seed. <laughs> um, they're, they're, Them they're instead of Oklahoma this year. <laughs> yeah, they're not bad. Their defense has played very, very good at times, and, and they've played well, but, like, I just I'm, – I'm not really even sure Oklahoma's that good. They barely beat them. They lost to Iowa State, like – you know, I, I just think that this is a good team, not a great team. They'll probably beat Baylor, although don't don't write off Dave Aranda and Baylor, Jerry. Baylor could easily win that game. It's not like Oklahoma well, that'd State. That would be very Big like, 12, right? That would be the most yeah, Big 12 it's, team. It's not time. like Oklahoma, and it would be very college football for Oklahoma State to lose and Notre Dame to get into the playoff. Dude, um, that's, what I'm, that's what I think might happen. I, I know we're going to get to our, like, you know, top four who we think might make it soon. But I, you know, I could very well see that happening. Yeah. So I'm not writing off Baylor winning. I'm I'm not saying Oklahoma State's bad by any means, but they're they just don't. I just don't think they'll be able to compete with the Georgia. Uh, so the Big Twelve once again, and then yeah, uh, Lincoln Riley going to USC. Like everyone that I was talking to was saying how like USC is going to have a tough time getting a coach. Like their programs like not good anymore. Like who would want to go coach there? Um, but the thing about the USC job is that it's a private school. So they're going to pay well, they're going to pay for your employees. They're going to, you know, for coaches, for nice coaching staff, they're going to pay for private planes for recruiting trips. They're going to do all that, uh, which Oklahoma might not be able to do as like a public university. Mm -hmm. And then also like you're working in LA instead of working in Oklahoma. Like, yeah, why would you not take that job right away? I'm totally like, with you. Yeah, like, and in, in, it's not just about living there. It's like when you're in Oklahoma and you want to go recruit, you're going to have to go fly to Florida all the time. You're well, gonna also, if you, if you can get the recruits that he's been consistently getting in Oklahoma, I just don't see it being that much more difficult, if at all, in like in Southern California. Yeah, it's that's a much better place. It'll be the easier. It's already it, there. Yeah. 
and he won't have to fly all over the country to go chase down these recruits. They're all going to be in his backyard in LA. Like yes. he's not going to have to fly from Oklahoma to Georgia, Florida, Pennsylvania, Ohio. Like he's like, he's not going to have to do that. All he's just going to recruit LA super hard. He's going to get some guys from Texas, um, and maybe a few guys from Florida and, and, um, and yeah, I think he's going to bring USC back to relevance. Now the question I have though, is, does his style like will this let lead to USC winning championships? Because no, me, no, because I, I, I mean I don't think so. But just because I mean you're gonna have to. I think it might work in the Pac-12 just because the nice you know open spread offense. But we've seen the Pac-12 not have success in the playoffs so far. So I think I mean before even winning the Pac-12, we've seen, a really long way to go. And we've seen. Uh, We've seen Lincoln Riley also not have success against SEC teams. He gets who blown out. Are yeah. well, so the report was that he was mad that they were going to the SEC. That Oklahoma was going to the SEC. I mean, like I don't. I, I mean, I can totally understand why he would want to leave before that happens. Before his mm-hmm. legacy gets tarnished when it's, they're getting, <laughs> by getting demolished when, in the SEC week after when, week. when they're going nine and three and eight and four yeah. every year in the in the yeah. SEC. Um, because I, I just I just don't know if his spread that style, um, like he's gonna have to hire a good defensive coordinator, uh, and and he's gonna have to turn this team into more of a physical team. Um, the the guy I liked for USC um, was BYU's coach Kalani Sataki. Mm-hmm. I think he's done a really nice job. Like you lose a number two overall pick quarterback, you're at BYU. He's not very good, by the way. <laughs> I mean, he was good at BYU, though. He and, was. And, and so you lose him, you lose a bunch of other guys, and he still has this team at 10-2. and two. They've gone 5-0 and oh in the Pac-12. They've got more Pac-12 wins than, like, half of the Pac-12 has in the Pac-12, yep. uh, even though they're an independent. He's, like a, he's a physical type of minded head coach. I think he would have done really well at USC. Um, so I'm interested to, to track him versus... Um, Lincoln Riley, uh, although I do think Lincoln Riley will do a nice job. Yeah, and last thing on that is, I, yeah, I think Lincoln Riley is a good hire for USC. I think they've been looking for a guy like him. I think he will have success at USC. I think most times when they make a hire, we go, eh, I don't know if this guy's going to work out here. Lincoln Riley, I think, will have success at USC. Yeah. Um, all right, Jerry, how about the, the Pac-12 uh, with the Ducks? Ducks versus Utah in Vegas, Friday night. Yeah, uh, so quick turnaround. Two weeks, Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. It's the first of the of the, uh, the championship games. Um, I mean, we're going to have to do a lot in the two-week turnaround to beat the same team. Because if we come out even remotely close to the same game plan, we're going to get ass handed to us once again. Yeah. We're, we're going to need to change this up. We'll, we'll see how good of a coach Mario Cristobal and Joe Moorhead, Tim DeRuder, how, how good of coaches those guys are. Because yeah. Uh, they got outcoached. We got outplayed. It just and we didn't look good against total. Oregon State this past weekend either. So it's not really giving me an inspiring performance to go into a team that we just got smoked by. Yeah, and the winner of this game goes to the Rose Bowl. So I mean, it's still there's still a lot in the line, you know. Like mm-hmm. if you're if you're playing on the Ducks, if like if you're on the Ducks and you don't care about going to a Rose Bowl, then you're in the wrong sport. Like, you're in the wrong profession. Like, this is also, a big game, and and they have a lot to play for, so they better not uh, just not care about this game like I thought that they might against Oregon State. 
Well, not just at Roseville, but think about just pride itself. You just got your ass handed to you by this team. Like, you don't want a shot at redemption just for yourselves, not even for a shot at the Roses. Like, I mean, I would want another crack at that. You know, maybe you get embarrassed again, but, like, the fact that you get that opportunity, take full advantage. Yeah, and the the Ducks are are getting three points, so Utah's favored in this game. Um, And, yeah, a lot would have to go would have to happen for either of these teams to make the playoffs, but I, I still am interested to see like how, how crystal ball uh, yeah, responds because like, yeah. if they, if they like lose this and get blown out again, I'll start questioning whether or not crystal ball is the right man for the job. Like he's obviously a good coach and I think a lot of programs would be happy to have him, but, but like you guys start making adjustments, you guys start like winning some games that really matter. If you want to make, take your team to a playoff, like, you can't just be going, you know, you can't just uh, beat up on these bad Pac-12 teams and then run into a good team and lose. And then fold, yeah, fold immediately. I mean, you know more than anybody that I was out on Cristobal. Then he finally won me over with the Herbie years, and now this is another, like, prove-it game for him. So we'll see, uh, Yeah, you know, how the Very much a prove-it game. Um, last few things. Uh, Florida hired uh, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns coach. I thought that was interesting, like, you know, like USC gets Cliff uh, gets uh, Lincoln Riley, yep. who's a huge name, and then Florida is like, like maybe this Louisiana coach will do a great job. Like I don't personally know that much about this guy, but you just think that Florida might have, you know, well, be in the who else is out there really? Is it it's Lane Kiffin, and then who's the next couple guys? Like I couldn't tell you that. I mean, maybe he is the best guy for that job. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that he's a bad coach or that's a bad hire, but I'm just interested that, that this is what they did. Um, so all, like, all I know really about like the Florida schools, like Florida, Florida state, I mean, you Miami is they're all trying to be back and they're all terrible. Not, I mean, Florida's not terrible. They have a little bit of work to do and they've been relevant, but like you Miami has been terrible. The U hasn't been back Florida state. I mean, they weren't good since Jameis left. Um, and Jim yeah. for that matter. And it's like when, when both two of the three Florida schools are good, College football is so much more entertaining in that region. Yeah, I was I was country. thinking so about like, that. I was thinking about that last week because it was it was a Florida Florida State and they, that game was on. I think it was on right before the Ducks game actually, and I was like, "Man, this is pathetic that this is what this yeah. game is." Like, imagine yeah. if it was like two top ten teams, non conference, like playoff in the mix. Well, dude, like, when we were growing up, I mean, so they were electric. playing for actual stakes, and it was electric every single time. Like every year, yeah, and they and they play and tr- like just, yeah. It sounds it's just, just sad. Pathetic. <laughs> it's just it's interesting how college football does that. Um, all right, uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Is, everyone's just penciling them in. I mean, they're gonna have to be the good Houston team. Like in the AP poll, I know the AP poll doesn't matter that much, but Houston's ranked 16th in the AP poll. They have one loss, and it was the first game of the year. They they've won 11 in a row. Like so. My whole thing on Cincinnati is that the UCF team, the first one that went undefeated, was better than this Cincinnati team, and they didn't get in. Now, obviously, they had a lot more people in front of them with better resumes, and this year has shaken out in advantage for Cincinnati. Um, I think that if Cincinnati wins this game, they don't have to win handily. I think if they win this game, they run the table. You can't really choose your schedule, how bad your opponents were. I think they should get in the playoff. Let's see what a non-Power 5 team looks like. Let's the, see what happens. Yeah, and the, well, the biggest thing for them is that they went on the road into uh, Notre Dame and they beat them, and they they beat them relatively handily too. So the 
I'm not convinced Notre Dame's all that good, but even despite their record, but but the fact that Notre Dame has gone eleven and one has really helped Cincinnati because that game that Cincinnati beat Notre Dame, now the playoff committee is not going to rank Cincinnati behind Notre Dame unless Cincinnati as long as they take care of business. I'm I'm hoping Cincinnati wins that that game against Houston. Yeah, so I'm kind of in the. I'm kind of in the ultimate chaos. That's kind of what I would, what I always root for. So I'm going to be rooting for Iowa to beat Michigan. I'm going to be rooting for Houston to beat Cincinnati. <laughs> Probably Georgia beat Bama. Baylor beat Oklahoma State. And just like all these two lost teams, just like see what the yes. playoff committee does. Yep. Um, so I think we, yeah. should, we should give our like top four what we think might happen. So I'll, I'll go first here. And we can chat about it. I think George is the lock. Michigan, I think, is going to win. I think Cincy is going to win. So I'm penciling in those three in. So I, in my four, swing the playoffs, um, I have three already penciled in. Four right now is Bama, but I have Bama losing to Georgia. So they're out. Oklahoma State, I think, might lose to Baylor, actually. So I'm going to put them out. Now you're between Notre Dame, who doesn't have a conference championship game and has only lost to Cincinnati, and Ohio State, who's coming off a loss to Michigan and a loss of the Ducks. So I think you have to put in Notre Dame in that situation, which kind of sucks. So my top four is going to be Georgia, Michigan, Cincy, and Notre Dame for Jake Now, Obviously, if Oklahoma State wins, I think they get in over Notre Dame. Yeah, that Oklahoma State-Baylor uh, game is huge. Um, it's absolutely massive. I'm looking at the box score uh, for last um, last time they played, which was... Uh, in the middle of the year, um, mm-hmm. and Oklahoma State won 24-14. Their quarterback threw three interceptions, though, um, and they, their running back, though, ran for 125 yards. Um, so it looks like while that game was close, um, mm-hmm. without the three picks, it might have been a little bit different, but it's really hard to beat a team two times in one year. Um, I love saying that. I love it. Especially Oklahoma State coming off this huge win um, against Oklahoma, you know that it's easily it's it, they've got to get right back after it and get ready for the tough Baylor team. It's going to be tough to emotionally get up as much as they did for that rivalry and how much it meant going like for yeah. the spot in the championship game. So, yeah, and da- David Rand is a good coach, like really good coach. They barely beat Texas Tech though, so. It, you know, it's hard to it's hard to know. I think that's the big game because it, it's it. I think it's either going to come down because I do think Cincinnati wins. I think Michigan wins. I think Georgia wins. It's going to come down to if Oklahoma State can win, and it's going to be between them and Notre Dame. And if if Bama does, the, uh, another key is if Bama Bama plays Georgia really close, then I can easily see them putting a two loss Bama team in who just played Georgia really close. I don't think they will, though, because they kept Georgia out for the same reason, and Alabama looked bad against Auburn, like real bad against Auburn despite the win. Yeah. They pulled out late. So if, if Bama how... loses a close one, though, you still have an Oklahoma State that's 11-1 or a Notre Dame that's 11-1. Yeah. So I think they I, get I think in over Bama. If Oklahoma State, like, kills Baylor, then, then they're yeah, in. And they're in. Um, then they're in. Yeah. That's, that's if, assuming if, Bama loses. If Bama wins, they're obviously in. So. Yeah. You know. Um, all right. Well, I'm excited to see how that plays out. I might be going to the Rose Bowl if the Ducks are in it. So, oh, hell yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Hope, hoping for that. Uh, really, 
that would be fun. See a little Ducks uh, Ohio State rematch potentially, or I guess would it be Iowa? They better give us the Ohio State. I don't want Iowa. Yeah, I I would really hope to see Ducks Ohio State again. I don't want to play Iowa. Who cares? I mean, they're just gonna run the ball, and it's gonna be a boring game mm-hmm. to play Iowa. It's gonna be two teams. Yeah, running that's one of those games. That, that's one of those games that if you win, it's like all right, we beat Iowa like good, I guess. And then if yeah. you lose, it's, it's like those, how did we lose to Iowa? Like, it's a lose lose for the Ducks. It's a win win for Iowa in that situation. Um, yeah. But uh, right. speaking of lose-lose, these Thanksgiving Day games start off with Bears, Lions. I kind of want oh to run God. through the uh, the first the Thanksgiving Day games, have those. Yeah. I you know I'll start because I, I had the Lions as my upset of the week. I really thought you know short week the Bears look terrible. They're banged up. The Lions getting golf back. Maybe run the ball with DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift gets hurt, taken out of the game. I mean the Lions had the win in their hands and they just let it go. And I was oh, I was feeling good the whole game with my upset. Wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Classic, classic yeah, Lions. It's classic Jerry Goff, classic Lions, classic Thanksgiving Day game. Like, so I was on the East Coast. I was actually in Jerry State. Yes, I was sir. in Connecticut for this game. Um, it was noon o'clock. Or it was about noon. <laughs> and and, uh, and that lunchtime I, and, special. And I turned it on and I'm like, I'm like, I was like looking forward to football and I was like, oh yeah, it's Jerry Goff versus Andy Dalton. Like, don't care about this game anymore. Um, so I, it's just, I, we were talking about this, but like when you had Matt Stafford on the Lions, like you at least knew that you were going to get some sort of entertaining game on Thanksgiving that you yeah, wanted to Yeah, you're going to be down 10 in the fourth quarter and Matt Stafford's like, going to air it out trying to come it, back. Yeah, it would at least be watchable. And so I think like you got to find a way to get the Lions a, at least a competent quarterback to just make everyone's Thanksgiving more enjoyable. Dude, I texted you. If I'm ever thinking about betting the Lions, either to win or to lose on Thanksgiving, just tell me to stay away from that game. Just no more betting on Lions Thanksgiving Day games. I mean, yeah, I mean, um, it it is just this game is just so so pathetic. And then you have Matt Nagy. I I I I don't know if I sent this to you, but hilariously, Matt Nagy after the game is like saying he was like, "This is a huge win for us." It's like, bro, you're three Dude, and eight. What are you talking like, about? Like, everyone's <laughs> trying to fire fired you after this yeah. year. Like, yeah. nah, this is not a huge win for you. Like, Dude, I was like, crazy how, how much Troy Aang was talking about how the report got out about Nagy being fired and kept throughout the season, how like Nagy was keeping his team focused. It's like, dude, who, why are we talking about this? Like, Nagy's a terrible Yeah, uh, Troy Aikman gets so annoying. Today on the, pa- <laughs> the Packer Rams game, they were showing uh, Troy Aikman their. Hey, they, they, Troy Aikman was broadcasting, and they showed a graphic about Troy Aikman's draft um, from nineteen. Oh yeah, the top five. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was, yeah, you saw that. I was like, why? Why? Like, what relevance does this have to do with anything right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I'm, yeah. I'm not. I don't care about Troy Aikman. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, that was the funny. next game. But then, to, I was, if you want to finish up this game, by all means, go ahead. No, no, I'm done with this. That game was just incredibly so, boring. But Raiders, oh, oh. Raiders, Cowboys. Yeah, so going to Troy Aikman's team, Raiders, Cowboys. Uh, one, Cowboys fans exist to get hyped up on Thanksgiving, only to lose on Thanksgiving. Uh, I love that about them so much. I did, however, think that the Raiders were going to fold this season because the last couple seasons they've been around 500, a couple games above 500, and then just gone on a four-game losing streak. I thought the Cowboys were going to come in at home on Thanksgiving and really run away with this game by two scores, and they didn't. Um, genuinely surprised by the Raiders. Derek Carr still balling out. The flags, I know everyone's talking about it. Ridiculous how many there were. Um, but, yeah. I mean, do you, do no, you think I, this Raiders I thought team, as well. 
I thought as well that like the, the Cowboys, you know, playing at home Thanksgiving, coming off a loss, like I thought that they, that they would show up to play really well. And I thought the Raiders would just kind of fold and that's not what happened. Yeah. Like the, Ra- the Raiders are just an incredibly weird team to predict. Like they'll show up some weeks. They're resilient. Hor- yeah. Horrible some weeks, but now they're six and five. They get the Washington <laughs> football team at home next week. I mean, watch them lose that game, but you figure that, that, that they've got a good shot to win that game and get to seven and five. And if you're seven and five with seven playoff teams, like you've got a legitimate, like very good shot to yes, the playoffs. Yes, but have you seen the AFC standings? I mean, everyone's within a game. Everybody. The I mean, AFC you're, you're is, within a game of being in first to like out of the playoff picture. The, the AFC, AFC is is pretty crazy, but you got to figure if you're seven and five, all you got to what go, yeah, you got to go five hundred sure gets you in almost like yeah. Yep. So I mean, that that was a huge win for the Raiders. It's a huge win, and and it was a fun game to watch. Like it was the only game Thanksgiving that was watchable. And, uh, and yeah, I, I like Derek Carr. Like he's not, he's not, you know, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Tom Brady, but like, I think what, but like, what he's doing without Henry Ruggs is incredible. Like, I, I mean, yeah, he's having a great I mean, season lining up. And without his coach and like all this, all the slander he gets, like he's yeah. not, but he, by no means is he Aaron, like he's not elite, elite quarterback, but there's only no, so but, many of those I mean, guys right on now the planet. He's like second tier this season. I mean, he's, I yeah, mean he, there's only yeah. so many elite quarterbacks on this planet that you can get, and, and it's incredibly hard to get those guys. So, like, Derek Carr, I think, you know, like, people are talking about bringing Mariota, like, yeah, as much I, as I love Mariota, like, come on, Derek Carr is, is a good quarterback, and they need to give him a shot. They need to build a team around him. And, and like, maybe the Raiders can actually, like, he's a good leader, too. Like, I don't know why people hate Derek Carr so much. Uh, so the last thing on the, on the Thanksgiving Day games, Bill Saints, I don't think there's much to say. The Saints were out, like, half their roster. Um, I don't think we really learned that much about the Bills. They kind of needed that bounce back win after getting shellacked by the Colts. And then the Colts go yeah. out and lose today. So I'm excited to get into today's game more so than Bill Saints. Yeah, just one thing on that, like, I, when J Rob was on this pod, uh, and maybe it was last week or the week before, I was saying I, I ranked my top ten teams, mm-hmm. and the in the Saints were uh, the Saints were in my top ten because I really liked their wins over the Packers, the Bucks. They beat the Pats, um, and then Kamara got hurt, and they've just been striking by injuries. Their defense isn't playing as well, and so, they're just not the um, same team. Yeah, the Saints are out of my top ten for sure, but in Jameis too. I mean, so it's just it's just uh, it, it's a really bold take out of you to drop the Saints out of the top ten. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying that like that they're they it looked like they were a solid team, and and that's really just not they're just not good anymore. Yeah, no, it's falling off. It's just not not going well. Um, okay. I think a good place to start though, was the team, the, uh, the bills played last week, the Colts, Jonathan Taylor, getting all that hype. Um, my lock of the week, Tosh was Buccaneers covering minus three against the Colts. And it took a while. The game was tied 31, 31 playoff. Lenny showed up a couple weeks early. Uh, absolutely unstoppable today. He was the Jonathan Taylor of the day. Um, what do you make of Brady owning the Colts once again? Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, he... God, I'm owning the Colts once again. <laughs> uh, I mean, he does. Look at his tracker against the Colts. He doesn't that. lose to the Colts. Yeah. I, 
is he still deflating balls and cheating? Yeah. I mean, unproven, allegedly, if you want to go there. <laughs> the Colts have it out for him. He has it out for the Colts. They're still bitter. They're going to keep yeah. him bitter the rest of This was a good win for the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks. I, I haven't doubted them, like, even after their loss to the Saints in Washington back-to-back weeks. Like, they're still good. You've got Brady, like, their defense made some big plays um, in this game. Like they're going to, it seems like they're primed to get on a little spree. Uh, so the by Colts far, are, it's no, go ahead. Go ahead. The Colts, I think are like good. Like, I think we can say that the Colts are good now um, and they could do something in the playoffs. I think you are what your record says you are, but I agree with you. The Colts are better than their record. I think, especially if they get out to that seven Oh lead earlier, 10 Oh lead earlier, they're just going to run the ball, eat the clock play a game possession. Their defense is good enough to do that. Um, Colts, definitely scary. Don't want to see them. Um, the Bucks, I think, are your main competition in the NFC. I think by far the clear two NFC teams are, are running away with it, our Bucks and uh, Packers after that. I wanted to see how the Rams looked. Um, big win at home for, for the Lambeau faithful. Um, the, the Rams yeah. haven't shown me enough, but I also think that Stafford's a little bit injured. I know we were talking about this pre-pod a little bit. I think Stafford's a little bit injured. You don't like their wide receivers. I'm in agreement with you. Um, dude, the Packers, I- I'm surprised at how good their defense looked. I didn't think they were going to be, uh, you know, that good this season. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's, let's start off with the, with the Bucks. I think, yeah, the Bucks and Packers are the two top teams, and I think that we – this year in the NFC has been weird, you know, like the Cowboys and the Cardinals looked like they were the two best teams for a while. And the Bucks yep. and Packers had some question marks. Uh, the Rams have looked really good at times, but I think in, you know, like me and Gerald were talking about this, like it, you know, it's hard to know what to make of the NFC, but I think after this week, it's starting to come together a little bit more that it, it does look like Bucks Packers is, is probably what what's gonna shake out is the top two teams. Um, Cardinals had a buy, so we'll see what they look like when Murray and all that gets back. I'm not a believer. Um, well, I told so you they I were think, fraudulent when they were seven and zero. I didn't think they were that yeah, that good. But. I agree, they're fraudulent. Um, but yeah, Bucks and Packers. It's gonna be interesting to see who gets the one seed from from those teams, and then you've got the the Rams who. Dude, I like. I think I liked your Super Bowl pick for them. Like, mm-hmm. I think I, in my head, I've kind of thought they might go to the Super Bowl, uh, like mid year, um, after seeing them play a little. But like, they've lost three in a row, like to the Titans without Henry, who don't look very good, to the Packers without uh, three starting linemen you know, starting uh, corner and the starting yeah. uh, pass. Like, like they, they've got to win some of these. They got blown out by the Cardinals. And then if you look at their wins, they beat the Bears. Um, they barely beat the Colts week two, and the Colts weren't good. They did beat the Bucks, which was a good win. But then um, they got killed by the Cardinals. And then their other wins are Texans, Lions, Giants, and Seahawks. Like, but none of those teams are that good. Like, I'm, I'm not really a believer. Um, I'm with you on that, but it doesn't make sense. Like I, I, I get all you're saying, and I, I mean, it's all correct, right? But it doesn't make sense that a team with Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, you add Von Miller, you add Odell, say what you will, I still think he's a good receiver, you know, independently. Matt Stafford, I think, is a great quarterback who may or may not be injured. But you have 
Uh, Cooper Cup has been one of the best receivers in the league. Matt Jefferson showed that he's a stud today. I mean, you have a couple running backs back there with Henderson. And I just, I, it doesn't add up to me. And they have too much talent. And McVay leading them and scheming and all that kind of good stuff. It just doesn't make sense that they're, they've been this bad. I, I just can't see them continuing to be this bad. They, I think it just doesn't a, make sense. It's a mixture of Stafford not being a lead. Uh, their yeah. line, like the Packers D line kind of, they didn't dominate the whole game, but, but there was pressure. Um, their receiving options aren't great besides cuff. Their defense is good, but their linebacker play is God awful. Their mm-hmm. secondary is just all right. Um, and, and besides a AD, they don't have much on the front seven on the front seven, like Ron Miller. I mean, Big name, but he didn't really do much against the Packers. We're starting our third string left he tackle. He didn't today. Yeah, he didn't do much. Like, if he's really that elite, he should be dominating against our third string left tackle. With well, Aaron I mean, Donald he's definitely not the player him. he was five years ago, but I still think he's a good player. I mean, if that's where you're yeah. To but take what him. I'm saying is, he's really that good. Like, like if he can't beat our third string left tackle when he's got Aaron Donald taking up two linemen, three linemen every play, then. Yeah. When is he gonna be good? Like, yeah. when is it? Why would he be better five weeks from now than now? Like, if anything, he's just gonna get more banged up, and it's later in the year. So, like, the Rams are good. I don't think this is the end of them, but like, their team has flaws, and and I just don't think that they're on the same level as the Bucks and Packers. No, definitely not. As of right now, I mean, we just saw that they weren't. They played. They played. Uh, both the Packers today with Moss and the Bucks, and uh, we saw how that went for them. So yeah, if, the Rams. If, I mean, if not for two deep bombs by Stafford, which I know that they happened, but like, and then a muff punt, like this game would have been like forty-three to like thirteen. Like, yeah, Packers. Yeah, kind of dominated that game. Um, uh, all right, I do want to talk else? a little oh, bit one, about. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, I. I don't know if you have another NFC thing, but I've got one NFC thing, and that's the Minnesota Vikings, who I think are like they're very good. good. They're good. They're just like, dude, they could be like, in three. They're good. Yeah, and that's I my that's what I've been saying. And they the lost today, but they're good. Pod last week. Go back and listen to the top ten pod if you haven't. Like <laughs> I was saying, the Vikings are a top ten team. Not without and Dalvin. I, I want to caveat that Dalvin looks like he got a serious injury today. They're saying it's a shoulder, maybe a broken collarbone. Dude, I um, honestly think though, even without him, like you've got Jefferson and and Phelan and Cousins that's been cooking. Like, like they're off. Yeah, but it's all predicated off. Yeah, no, but it's all predicated off of Dalvin. I don't and, think Madison yeah. is that bad. Like, I think yeah, he's, he's not Dalvin. Team. We've seen Madison coming. He's not Dalvin. Um, I think you put Kyle Shanahan on Minnesota as Minnesota's head coach, and this team is eight and three. Like, well, yeah, we saw what he did with the formerly form, the team formerly known as the Washington Redskins. Uh, I mean, he, yeah. I, mean, I just had to get Shanahan my and Kirk Cousins are a great out. match. Okay. Any anything else on the NFC, or do you want to transition to the AFC? No, I'm dying to talk about the AFC. <clears throat> I mean, it's so bunched up. I mean, I mean, yeah. Let's get into the AFC. You want to go as of right now, recording right before. Uh, Sunday night football. We can go in order of standings. We can go whatever way you yeah, want to take. Uh, I'm ready to rock. And I'll roll. start out. Yeah, I mean this is your conference, but I'll start out. I I mean <laughs> tonight's a big game. Like Browns Ravens. Uh, loser. If the the Browns need a win, so Ravens. Oh, you know I'm pulling game. for the Browns. You, yeah, you want to know why I'm pulling for the Browns, don't you? 
why you've got uh, someone on your fantasy team, right? No, sir. If the Browns beat the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday Night Football, the New England Patriots are once again the top seed in the AFC. Look at us sitting pretty <laughs> at eight and four. I remember uh, somebody writing us off at two and four, not looking so good. We, you know, we lost to the Dolphins. We barely beat the Texans. Best defense in the league right now. Who says now? Uh, I'm not even going to talk I right now about I, how good Mac looks. I I say no because this is my thing about the Patriots. It's can you like you guys? I really would like you guys to play someone. Like we're playing the, the Bills this upcoming just, Monday. Yeah, so let's see. That's a who's who game. Are, the Titans are a joke. The Falcons are a joke. The Browns are with Baker hurt are very much not good. The Panthers are a complete joke. Chargers move the ball on you guys like the Jets. So you guys have been playing great football. You've been doing what you need to do, taking care of business. I want to see the Patriots against the Bills next week. What is that? Monday night football? Yes, sir. Prime time Monday night football. So I'm going to have to make a point to leave work early to watch that game. Um, so so this is the hardest part of our schedule. Coming. We have Buffalo. The bye week snuck in there. The Indianapolis Colts, we just agreed, were a very tough out. Good team. And then Buffalo once again. So, I mean, this is going to determine the Patriots season right here. Yeah. So I think one and two, You, if I was you, I would take that. Two and one it would be great. Three and is, oh, and you, you're a legit team. Is um, it too early to say Mac is undisputably the undisputed best quarterback in the draft? Or if Trevor Lawrence gets help around him, does he still have a chance? It's not Justin Fields, I, not Trey yeah. Lance. It's not I just Zach think Wilson. With, oh my God, is he bad? I just think with that, it's like you got to give it some time. Like if any of those guys are in the pack, except maybe Trey Lance, I think he's kind of a <laughs> bum. But if any of those other guys are in the pack situation, like who knows what they would look? And you you know that if Mac if Mac Jones is on the Bears, he would look so bad. He would be bad. If Mac Jones is on the Jets, he would be bad. Like he's in a perfect situation. He's playing great. He would and, be a and, worse if he was on the Bears, but who wouldn't be really? Yeah. So let's give it some time, but that's looking like a great pick. Like I will also say I had the Pats pick. winning over nine and a half games, getting to ten games. You said no shot after they were two and four. So it's a terrible bet. I mean, they're gonna hit ten games, they're gonna hit eleven games. Huge win for me right here. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. <laughs> well, I mean, we said, have Jacksonville big, coming up to end our season, so I think we're at least gonna get to nine. This, it's a big it's a big few weeks for you guys. I mean at Bills and then at Colts, at least you have the buy between. I think I think you'll it's hard to know. This is this is really what we'll see. And then Dolphins. Dolphins have been playing great at Miami. Well, I mean the only thing That's I think the hardest game. part of this schedule right now is us going to Miami to end the season. We've known that screws over the the toughest. So the of the five games we have left, two Buffalo games, an indie game, we dominate indie all the time. Don't care about the Colts. Uh, so what's your gonna predict- win that in Miami. I, I think we're going to split the Buffalo games, win the Indianapolis Colts game, beat Jacksonville, and then Miami. We'll see where the seating is there for the last. So you're week, saying but, four and one, three and two. Uh, I, I'm going to say three and two. I'm hoping for four and one. So yeah, if we I, go I, three I and two, three, that puts us right at eleven and six. So I'm good with that. Yeah, uh, Pats, Pats are Pats are looking pretty good. Uh, we'll see. We'll see about in the playoffs and so, play some some legit teams. Who's team not looking good? I want it. Yeah, go ahead. I, uh, who's who's not looking good? Well, I was gonna say the third seed, the Tennessee Titans, who we just whooped on today. I mean, they're uh, in free yeah. fall right now. I mean, they're down Brown. They're down uh, yeah, their Julio. Best three they're too. down Henry. Like, 
So I think the Colts are going to win that division. Even though the Titans have already beat them twice this year. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. You beat a team twice within the first one, two, three, four, five, within the first eight weeks. You have a huge lead on them. Yeah. yeah. Well, I so, think it depends think, on how fast. What do you, I don't know what the timetable on Julio is, but I think he might be back soonish. That's going to help Tannehill because Tannehill without they, they, AJ and, and uh, Julio is awful. Yeah, they kind of have a cupcake schedule. Like they get Jags at home, at Steelers, first Niners, first Dolphins, at Texans. But but like the way that they're playing, like I don't even know how many of those they're going to win. It would not surprise me if they go not, they only win one or two more this year. Um, So I think they're a fringe playoff team. I think the Colts are probably going to win that division. Um, I do want to touch on this. You are the biggest anti Mahomes Chiefs person that I think I, I talked to. Uh, they're currently <laughs> seven four, one game out of first place. Uh, how scary are they? I'm not, I mean, they're back. You, there's no denying they're back now. Uh, so you think they're back? Yeah, they're back. Do you not just see the what? Cowboys game? They're back. They, they you not see what they did points. to the Raiders and then the Cowboys. Yeah, but the they, Cowboys are they, a good team. Like they, I mean, it wasn't a blow. I mean, Mahomes, like Raiders, Mahomes had Mahomes attempted thirty-seven passes, two hundred sixty yards, and threw a pick. He also had a fumble. Like by well, no yeah, means do I think this that this They're... Chiefs offense is back. I think that their offense is is not bad. It's not great. And they're I what I do like about them is the way that their defense is playing. Their defense is not bad anymore. Um, and they're getting it's playing back. pretty well. They're getting healthy at the right so time. I think I think in an open AFC the Chiefs could go to the Super Bowl again, like maybe, but I do think that they would get Pounded by any of these top NFC teams um, in a in a Super Bowl game, just because Mahomes makes so many mistakes. Like that, that's not even a, when I was first saying that that was a hot take, and now it's not even no, a hot now take it's anymore. well known that he he makes he's, he's pretty uh, turn up. He he makes at least like two to three just like mind blowingly stupid plays every game. <laughs> mind boggling like, decisions of the game. It's just like what are you doing? But. Um, they're, they should win that division. Like those other three teams are all right, but none of them are great. Like the Raiders aren't great. Chargers not great. Broncos aren't great. So um, I, I, I give them a shot in the, in the playoffs. Cause no, no one else in the AFC is looking that good to me. Um, I do have a sleeper team though, Jerry, who was also in my top 10 from the pod last week. And that's the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Plus 83 point differential. They're seven and four. After tonight, they could be in first place. Um, they they have some big games coming up. They get Chargers at home, Niners at home, at Broncos. So three very winnable games, but three also games that also you could easily lose. So I mean, if they go two and one and or three and zero, oh, I think we can say that the Bengals are a legit like threat in the AFC. Um, so yeah, I'm, but sometimes with them. that team, they don't show up. That's what scares me most is that they could roll into a playoff game and just not show up. I also don't yeah. think the win against yeah. the Steelers is as impressive as people are making it out to be. I mean, we just saw the Chargers lose to the Broncos. The Chargers uh, notoriously beat the Steelers. The Steelers tied the Lions. I don't think the Steelers are very good. So this Bengals blowout of the Steelers yeah. doesn't impress me. I just think when, other people. when you get in a playoff game and you got to go against Burrow, Mixon, Chase Boyd Higgins. Yeah, like, it's a great offense. That's tough. And their defense isn't bad. Like they like against the Packers when I you know, I watched that game very closely and like they were getting pretty good pass rush. Like their corners aren't bad. Like 
Bengals aren't bad, and I like I just kind of like them. Like it's interesting to see a team. Oh like yeah, that. they're like they're super likable. I mean, I, I haven't talked to anyone that's like, oh, I hope the Bengals lose. Like, yeah, it's, it's fun to see Joe Burrow ball out. I mean, suck that he got his ACL towards ACL last year, and now he has a weapon on the outside. I remember there's a huge debate when they should take Panay Sewell, defend, you know, get him some protection on the O line, take Jamar Chase. I think definitively they made the right choice taking Jamar Chase. Um, yeah, yeah, dude, the Bengals are fun. The Bengals are definitely fun, and. And I know we've been talking about a lot about the Ravens and Browns in this division. I mean, the Bengals could easily win this division. Do I see them coming out of the AFC? Absolutely not. But, I mean, I could easily see the Ravens aren't really that healthy, and I don't think they're – I'm going to say it right here right now. The Ravens are a little bit overrated. Lamar, I mean, he's having a great season, but they're a little bit overrated. Yeah, I agree. I, I definitely think the Bengals could, could – and they still get the Ravens at home, and they beat the Ravens on the road, so – um, if they win that Ravens game, like it's going to be looking pretty good for them to win that division. I think, like, you know, two and zero over the Ravens plus the loss, like that's going to be a good spot for them. So I, I'm I'm not sleeping on the Bengals. Don't sleep on the Bengals, Jerry. Mm-hmm. I'm not sleeping. Um, I'm, I'm I'm up on them. Good. All right. Uh, just I just have like a few more NFL things I want to touch on, and then I think I'm I'm good on all my takes for the day. But uh. The Miami Dolphins, four in a row, and then they get the Giants and the Jets at home, back-to-back weeks. So we could be looking at a 7-7 seven and seven Miami Dolphins team. Uh, and then they get the Saints, who looked horrible recently. So yeah. the Dolphins, do they have a run in them, Jerry? That would be, that would be interesting. No, no. Listen, they're the Dolphins. I, I, I get they have a cupcake schedule, but, I mean, this is the team that lost the Jacksonville Jags. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. It's laid up beautifully. They're getting hot. Blah, 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 to his back healthy. Uh, don't believe in the Dolphins. If they had just found a way to win that Jags game that they lost by three. Yeah, they'd be sitting Falcons, pretty. They'd be Falcons six and six. Game, <laughs> they, in that Falcons game, they'd be seven and five with Giants and Jets. Like, just goes to show you how, like, NFL, you can predict everything mm-hmm. you want. You can think you know, but if just one or two things go differently. Oh, dude, everything literally a couple snaps differently, differently. The whole season's different. Absolutely. I mean, the Vikings, we were just talking yeah. about, could be eight and three. So. Yeah, it's it's just a crazy, crazy game that the NFL is where anything can happen any week and you just never know. Um, all right, anything else you want to talk about? I think if I'm going to give my – I'll say my top five teams right now. And Are you going I AFC, say, NFC, nope. and all the NFL here? Uh, no, no, just to- NFL top five teams that have a chance to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to okay. go. In, in, in no specific order, I'm going to go the Bucks and the Packers, I think, are clearly in there. Yeah. I think you kind of got to put the Chiefs in there just because they're the Chiefs. Yeah. Those last two spots are interesting. Like, the Bills, should we put the Bills in there, Jerry? I mean, you know, if it's between the Pats and the Bills, I'm going to take the Pats on this one. So, so that, yeah, I think... If you that's, take the Bills in yours, I'll take the Pats in mine. I mean, all right, I'll, just I'm taking hairs. the Bills. I just think that <laughs> it, it's going to be a good game between the Pats and Bills. Tredavious White, though, torn ACL. That's huge. Um, so I guess that's four. The fifth team. Like, this is very interesting NFL season. Like, I want to put the Rams or Cowboys in there, but they've just laid eggs the last few weeks. It's it's um, tough to justify. I'm, I'm like, are we leaning Bengals as of right now at this point in the season? I'm saying Bengals or Colts or maybe even the Vikings. 
I actually really like the Colts in there as a sneaky team. I know their records was a six and six now. Um, yeah, they got to make the playoffs first, and they play the Pats, so obviously that's a loss. So I mean, they're gonna have a lot of work to do with the last five weeks. But I, I do the the Colts worry me because like they just showed yeah. they they can go on the road against good teams, control the clock. Yeah, Bucks we just said the Colts favorite, in there. So I th- I, dude, I put like the putting Colts the Colts in there. there. I yeah, I really do. Nice. I didn't know what to do right. for the longest time. You know, with Wentz yeah. as their quarterback, Wentz but he, he's he's playing pretty well. And they, I'll say they he's game managing the, the shit out of that team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's doing a great um, job. Okay, one last point, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, but before that, make sure you listen to the Tuesday Morning Blitz starring Jackson Roberts and Kale Clinton. Go follow them Tuesday Morning Blitz on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. They're doing great work, and make sure to follow them on Twitter. Uh, last point, Jerry, before we get out of here, how about those Philadelphia Eagles on their high horse, five and six? They're saying that they're going to have a shot to make the playoffs, and they lay an egg against the Giants, put up seven points, move to five and seven. Come on now, Jerry. What, the Philadelphia Eagles, everyone bought into them, and they just, they just collapsed. An absolute egg. I was uh, yelling at the TV to get that game off of my TV. I was watching Red Zone when that was on, and I was like, why are we showing this? Like, I get that this is the only game on. You know, they're close to scoring. I was like, nothing's going to happen here. This game is just the worst thing I've seen all season. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm happy they lost. I have a bet on the uh, Eagles for a long time that they go under six and a half wins for the year. So they're going to be worse than they are. I'm happy to see them lose. I also love to see the Giants win at this point in the season. They get a worse draft fix. They perpetually terrible. I think it's time for Danny Dimes to get on a new team, show his worth. Um, Dude, that I mean, no other words than that for that game. It was just, yeah, miserable. utterly pathetic, utterly <laughs> pathetic. But all right, thanks for listening to the Tosh and Jerry podcast. We'll be back in no time. Talk more about some NFL, maybe break down the college football playoffs, and talk about my Warriors, the best team in the NBA. Jerry, for doing great. We'll be back to talk about them and much more. So good talking to you today, Jerry, and. Uh, 2TV Sports is signing off the mic.